What is up everyone? It's Quinn here. And in this video, I'm going to be talking about some potential sell high players heading into week seven of the NFL season. So not saying you need to trade off these players, but I think they may have reached a peak at this point and you may want to pivot off to either someone at the same position or maybe just pivot to a completely different position altogether. If you guys enjoyed the video, hit that like button. I already have my waiver wire targets and my buy low players up on my channel. So check those out if you are interested. But let's just dive right into my first sell high player. And it is going to be Derrick Henry. I actually think I talked about Derrick Henry maybe like two weeks ago, but I'm going to be running it back here in this one. He's coming off a solid fantasy day. 19.3 PPR points. He carried the ball 12 times for 97 yards and a touchdown. Also added two receptions for 16 yards through the air. I just think that through six games, we have a pretty solid sample size of what Derrick Henry's workload is going to look like. And his snaps have taken a massive hit this season. He has been outsnapped by Tajay Spears in three out of six games. 50% of his game so far, he is playing running back two snaps behind Tajay Spears. Derrick Henry has one game above a 70% snap share. The next highest is all the way down at 62%. I mean, there were some seasons he's taken like an 80 plus percent opportunity share of his backfield. That is not happening here in 2023. He's down to only 16.3 carries per game, which for like a normal running back, 16.3 carries, that's a solid workload. But you did not draft Derrick Henry for 16.3 carries. You drafted him for 20 plus carries a game. We look back to the last four seasons. These are his carry per game numbers. 23.6, 20.2, 27.4, and 21.8. So down to 16.3, that is a very significant fall off. He's also only averaging 2.2 targets a game, so it's not like his receiving work is actually like making up for the lack of carries. He's actually experienced a drop in his receiving work from last season due to uh, Tajay Spears coming in, being more involved as a uh, pass catcher for the Titans. Now you also have to deal with the Ryan Tannehill injury, and Ryan Tannehill was already not playing at a super high level. Who knows if he misses time or if he even does or you know how long he'll actually miss. But this offense was already rough with Ryan Tannehill. If he misses time, uh, Malik Willis looked pretty hopeless uh, late in that Ravens game. I mean, the dude was just holding the ball way too long. And then you also have to think about if Malik Willis is their number two, how has Will Levis not been able to beat him out? So if Ryan Tannehill is missing time, it could get really gross at the quarterback position, which means teams are just going to be able to lock in on Derrick Henry, which is obviously going to affect him you know, and his production. I just think at this point, looking at Derrick Henry's workload, he's no longer becoming like this high-end RB1 through volume. He's now going to have to hit in terms of the efficiency and the touchdown upside. And that's just not something I want to bet on in this current Titans offense. So these are some running backs I'd be sending out offers for. Uh, Brees Hall, Saquon Barkley, Jonathan Taylor, DeAndre Swift. I think there are different paths to trades like that getting accepted. I mean, Henry was pretty consensusly drafted over like at least three of those dudes, Brees Hall, JT, and DeAndre Swift. Saquon's missed some time, didn't have a crazy game um, in his first game back. Brees Hall's been up and down, but I think he's trending very high rest of season. JT, once again, had Zach Moss out uh, score him fantasy-wise, so I think that's something that could work. DeAndre Swift, you know, he's been playing well, but people like Derrick Henry. A lot of people are still going to be very in on him. There are going to be players who want him on their team, especially after his strong game here, so I would be looking to sell high on Derrick Henry. I just don't like the current usage. I don't like that you're going to have to rely on efficiency and touchdowns for him to really like pay off as a solid running back one rest of season. 
Now pivoting over to another running back, people are not going to like this. It's going to be Raheem Mostert. And I want to preface this by saying that this is only for teams with a great record. If you're not killing it, you're not sitting there at 6-0, 5-1, then you probably just want to hold on to him, ride the hot hand, and keep the top short-term production. But like I said, if you're here at 6-0, 5-1, you may be able to turn Raheem Mostert into a running back one rest of season by selling off Mostert, who's probably more of a short-term rental RB1, um, because in his first game back, he saw great usage with uh, Devon Achan on IR, 17 carries, 115 yards, two touchdowns on the ground, three targets, three receptions, um, and then another touchdown through the air. Once again, Jeff Wilson was not able to give it a go. It'll be interesting to see if he like cuts into Raheem Mostert's workload. I think the Dolphins do want to use some sort of committee like Salvin Ahmed was still, you know, semi-relevant in this game, even when there was like competitive, like he was still getting snaps, but obviously Raheem Mostert's just the much better player. So it'll be interesting if Jeff Wilson can actually work in, but even if he takes some opportunities, I think Raheem Mostert's still going to be the locked in running back one over these next three games. But we have gotten reports that Devon Achan should be good to go after missing the mandatory four weeks. It seems like they just played it very safe. They were very cautious. They have the bye week in there. So basically given Achan five weeks to get right. And it seems like he will be back here in week 11. And when we had Achan and Mostert both healthy in that committee, we saw Devon Achan outproduce Raheem Mostert in all three games. The three games they were together, A-Chan outscored him fantasy-wise in all three of those. So I do think it's possible that from week 11 on, which is when A-Chan can return, I think it's you know possible that Moster is more of like a high-end running back two, where you see A-Chan operating as a running back one. But right now, Raheem Moster is probably going to be giving you a mid to high-end running back one production with A-Chan out. And so I would be trying to send him you know to some struggling teams who need that current production, I would start out, you know, these may seem honestly like some crazy names, but I would start off with guys like Bijan, Walker, Etienne, Pollard. They may seem like lofty targets, but I mean, looking at the production so far this season, Mostert is averaging 23.2 PPR points per game. None of those other guys I mentioned are even at the 20 point per game number. So I think for, you know, more competitive leagues, they're probably not going to give up those top running back options. But I think in more casual leagues, you just look at the production. Mostert is outproducing those dudes. The uh, H-hand injury has really opened things up for him. So those are the players I would start with. Then I think you can even pivot to like the Saquon territory. Personally, I'd probably take Brees Hall, maybe like DeAndre Swift, JT. Some people may not agree with that, and I get it. So you probably want to shoot for those high-end targets. But remember, these are for teams that don't necessarily need the high-end production right now. You're more so banking on those long-term options. So that's why I think Raheem Mostert is a good guy to sell off of if you are in a great spot. Um, Like I said, if you're struggling or middle of the pack, just hold on to him, ride the hot hand, and rack up those wins. And now shifting over to the final player I'm going to be selling high on, it's going to be Jacoby Myers, but there's kind of a caveat here. Um, This is just going to depend on Jimmy G's health. When Jimmy G has been the starter, Jacoby Myers has been fantastic. 20.6 PPR points per game in four games with Jimmy G at the quarterback position. Now, if Jimmy G misses some time, I just don't know if there's any guarantee that Jacoby Myers continues to give you that solid fantasy wide receiver two production. I mean, honestly, 20.6 is wide receiver one production, but obviously you're not expecting him to maintain that over the entire season. He's more of someone you look at as a solid wide receiver two 
when Jimmy G is healthy. But in week four with Aiden O'Connell at quarterback, he was targeted just four times, caught two of them for 33 yards. Then in week six, we had the mix of Jimmy G and uh, Brian Hoyer. He caught five passes for 61 yards and a touchdown, but all of those receptions came before Brian Hoyer took over. So that was with Jimmy G, you know, kind of early on in those games. Jimmy G could end up being fine. So like I would wait until we get a more concrete, um, you know, kind of information here on Jimmy G. But going to the hospital with a back injury, definitely not an ideal situation to have. So if Jimmy G is going to miss some extended time, I would be looking to try to flip him for, you know, a more locked in wide receiver two moving forward. If it was just precautionary and Jimmy G is going to be totally fine moving forward, I think you just hold on to Jacoby Myers, ride the hot hand because playing with Jimmy G, the dude has just been an absolute monster this season. And those are going to be three of my sell high options. Derrick Henry, Raheem Mostert, Jacoby Myers. You had Mostert and Myers, you know, with kind of some exceptions for Mostert. It's only if you're on a top team. Myers, if Jimmy G is healthy, there really weren't a ton of clear, obvious sell high players. A lot of the players who did well are players I really like moving forward. So that's why we had some of those kind of exceptions in there. But that's going to wrap it up for this one. Uh, like I said at the top, check out the sell or sorry, check out the buy low players and the waiver wire targets if you haven't already. But thank you all for stopping by. I will see you in the next one.